There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Grammar Girl here. In today's episode, we're going to answer some bizarre and puzzling questions. Can two people share a life? Can two writers share a neck? How many heads does a person have? Today, guest writer Bonnie Tranga tells us that the issue at hand is what's called subject complement agreement. A complement, that's M-E-N-T, is a noun that completes meaning. Take the sentence, she is my sister. The words my sister are the complement. There's no agreement problem in that sentence. It's all singular. But what about a sentence like this? The two girls ate their sandwich. Does that mean the girls shared one sandwich? Or did they each have a sandwich? A few confused listeners have brought up such tricky sentences for us to parse. For example, Drew R. asks whether it would be proper to write, they visited each other's shrine, or they visited each other's shrines. And Kathleen M. poses these questions. Is it, we help clients get the most out of their life, or we help clients get the most out of their lives? What about the writers complained that their neck was sore, or the writers complained that their necks were sore? Those are all good questions that forced us to dig deeply within many grammar resources, hoping they'd provide an answer. Most, unfortunately, don't address the subject. We're lucky, though, that two grammar authorities do have an answer to these puzzling questions. We'll start simply and work our way up to the more difficult questions. Our old favorite, Garner's Modern American Usage, points out that a common mistake in American and British English is to, quote, attribute one result to two separate subjects, when logically a separate result necessarily occurred with each subject, end quote. So the sentence, he was hit by a pitch two times, is wrong because the batter was hit by two separate pitches, not one pitch two times. You should say, he was hit by two pitches. In the same vein, the sentence, strip malls may be an eyesore, but they sure are convenient, would be incorrect. In this sentence, the subject is strip malls, which is plural, but the complement is the singular word, eyesore. This is an obvious error that's easy to fix, just make everything plural. Strip malls may be eyesores, but they sure are convenient. Other sentences with a plural subject might not be so easy. What if the complement is a collective noun that you can't make plural, such as dignity? Should you say the warriors retained their dignities or their dignity? Well, the answer seems obvious here. Dignities doesn't make sense. So the rule with collective nouns that are complements is to keep the complement singular, even with a plural subject. But now let's move into trickier territory, where we encounter ambiguous sentences. 
Remember our tricky questions about people with more than one neck or more than one life? Here's another one. Should it be, they shook their head or they shook their heads? Common sense tells us that people have only one head, but we run into a problem no matter what we write. If we use heads, we suggest the ridiculous possibility that they have two heads. If we use head, we suggest that they're sharing a head, which is also ridiculous. We run into the same problem with the sentence, we run into the same problem with the sentence, both men relied heavily on their wives. If we write, both men relied heavily on their wife, that would suggest the men share a wife. If we say wives, that suggests each man has more than one wife. It's a lose-lose situation. As Garner states, quote, sometimes neither the singular nor the plural can prevent ambiguity, end quote. So we turn to the second grammar source we're consulting today, Barbara Walraff's Word Court. Ms. Walraff presents a number of scenarios and a number of answers. One kind of sentence she discusses is, they taught school, in which school is a singular complement. It appears not to match the plural subject until we consider that school is used in an abstract manner. It wouldn't make sense to say, they taught schools. Heads, necks, and wives, on the other hand, are not abstract. They're countable, and people usually have one of each. Let's take the sentence, the writers complained that their neck was sore, and see what Ms. Walroff would say about it. Unlike most grammarians who are uptight about rules and who want things to be right, she tells us not to worry about it. She states, quote, It's usually either obvious or beside the point how many of the things are to be paired with the individuals in the subject, and then one needn't scruple to use the plural. That is the rule, it seems to me, that really applies to your wives and your heads, end quote. She seems to approve of using the singular neck after the plural they. If I had to pick between their neck and their necks, though, I would probably pick the plural necks. It just sounds better to me. Their necks are sore. Perhaps it's a matter of personal taste. Ms. Walraff spends a couple of pages on this topic and suggests three solutions to the conundrum. The first, as we've mentioned, is not to worry about the situation too much. Most subject complement agreement problems are innocuous, she says. Okay, we can relax about it. The grammar police won't show up on our doorsteps. The second is to consider rewriting the sentence. And the third is to add more information that indicates how many of an item you're talking about. Perhaps in this case, we could rewrite it like this. Both writers had sore necks. Or we could add information by stating, both writers complained that they had neck aches caused by staring out their windows too long. If we look back at the pairs of sentences that readers were asking about, can we now tell which one in each pair is right? You'd probably be safe either way, but to avoid crazy-sounding sentences, it's best to follow Ms. Walraff's advice. Relax, and then reword your sentences or give other clues about how many items you're talking about. And as Ms. Walraff warns, if, quote, carefully matching numbers result in ridiculous wording, don't do it, end quote. This podcast was written by Bonnie Tranga, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, the author of the paperback book, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. Finally, if you want to get Grammar Girl and other great shows from Quick and Dirty Tips streamed to your iPhone and now to your BlackBerry too, try Stitcher free today at stitcher.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. 
The real excitement comes from the ride to get there with seven drive modes. Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.